listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Welcome to your wrestling podcast, Joshua Adam Marmoth, not with the Senator. You already know what it is. Us two, baby. We could we couldn't make we were we started consistency, so we gotta keep up with the consistency. Okay. And I wanted to talk this week. I needed to talk this week. Yeah, because the moment when we decide that we're gonna say, like, no, nah, we're gonna take a break again, yeah, that's when we're gonna go right down right down the path of you guys aren't Skip. getting something for the next four weeks so yeah but i really wanted to not just because of survivor series but i wanted to talk about full gear uh let's just go right to the main event of everything mm-hmm. um i don't even have a joke let's just talk about hangman and and swerve uh i i will say this i thought my match of the year was done i thought it was kenny and will tokyo dome start of the year and now that might not be the case anymore it was kind of the thing that I was saying the whole the entire time where it's like certain stories have certain stories like I like the Kenny and Will I think that is always going to be a big thing and it was one of those ones that started off the year they're going to start off the year hot uh there's usually a match at Wrestle Kingdom that is like sets the template it sets the template and it's yeah kind of hard to match that yeah but when you look at the Swerve uh, Hangman match, you got to look at everything that goes along with it. You got to look at the story that built into it. You got to look at the the heel, the face. You got to look at everything when it comes to it. And to me, there wasn't really a clear face in it. Like I know Hangman was supposed to be the clear face, but that promo that he cut before the match actually happened it was more tweener than a face. It was. Yeah. yeah so it's it kind of so it's kind of hard to just kind of be like, okay, you know, it's just it's just uh a good a good thing. But like overall, when they I don't really like gruesome matches either. I don't Me really either. like the blood. Me I don't like thing there, there was that one spot in there which I just <sighs> really hate it. Not the not the not I the know which drink. one you're thinking about. No, yeah, not the that. blood drinking I fucking hated. I'm saying the miscommunication when it came to the barbed wire chair shot. Oh, oh when yeah, it when it to, went into his eye. Yeah. Yeah. That right there, I was like, I can't, like, I can't be watching this. But, like, over, the match was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, Kenny and Will said such as template, but this is one of the, I just, I can't go back and tell you a bunch of stuff from Kenny and Will of why it was a great match. I can't be like, but then they did this and then they did this. I'm like, I just remember it was a great match. I will remember spots from this match, kind of like when Foley faced Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'll just remember. Like, I will remember Swerve getting the artwork stapled to his face. I will remember the dead eye to Nana. Mm-hmm. I will remember, you know, the 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 cinder block. I will remember like a lot of the stuff. I remember the crowd wanting we want fire there's just a lot of memorable stuff. And sometimes I think that's almost what makes a match of the year. Now, look, I still may do Kenny and will, but I, I think five years from now, if you said like, 
hey, what do you remember about Kenny and Will? I mean, it's been 11 months and I don't remember anything other than it was a really good match. Both of them, both Kenny and, and uh, Will matches were awesome. And Will's mm-hmm. probably going to be wrestler of the year. But when you talk about match of the year, it's about moments and what you remember and the buildup to it. And this is the guy that, you know, he's, his house got invaded and the guy was torturing his kid. And it also was one of those things of why I like Brett and Austin so much, right? Because by the end of it, both guys were made. Yep. Brett was already made, but Brett was made to a different level to become a heel and Austin was the face. At the end of this, this put Hayman back to a level because I think Hayman had lost a little bit. And this mm-hmm. took Swerve to an entirely different level. Like Swerve is a 1A level guy now. Like Swerve, I know they're doing Joe and him at the pay-per-view and I guess that makes sense with everything. But it's just like, it's one of those situations now. It's like, okay, AEW's got to cash in on this as soon as they can. Uh, because this guy is red, red hot right now after this match. It's such a it's such a good thing when you kind of look at when you kind of look at it because you're like, Swerve has always been one of those people where it's just you know he has everything that is needed to be a superstar. Yeah. But my only problem is, is that, and we've talked about this from the start of AEW. We talked about this when I started jo- joining your wrestling podcast. Yeah. It's the one fact that I just don't trust AEW. I honestly don't really trust any company to book a black champion properly. That's the thing, man. We've seen it. We've seen it so many times that, I mean, has a has a black wrestler won an individual championship in AEW other than Jade with TBS? No. So black male wrestler has never won an individual belt yet. No. That's pretty crazy in four years, especially with some of the talents that have came through there. Yeah. And that's why, that's why my beef, uh, when was it last? No, two weeks ago. That's why my beef was so big about that Samoa Joe thing. Cause I'm a huge fan of Samoa Joe, but I just didn't like the fact that if he's just going to drop the title and then give it to Keith Lee. Yeah, just do it where you're gonna give it to Keith Lee. Like yeah. And I can say that I can say like for WWE, and this is why I'm saying I don't trust any company to do it because technically Roman Reigns is, is Samoan. It's not a black champion. Well, even Kofi, and right? Kofi never Kofi, had the appropriate run. You just always knew that it was gonna be a transition thing because yeah. originally they didn't really want to put it on Kofi. Like it's just yeah, it's just such a crappy thing when you look at it but at the same time if there even if he's if he's the one to win this new championship just continue to book him the way how you're booking you don't have to change your booking for him like you're already doing a really good job prince nana has gotten them got him even more over than he needs to be bring back ross yeah like you know what i mean like it's you're at that point at this point right now so like capitalize on it that's all i can really say and i feel like you know mjf has done a good job and you know when iron claw comes out we'll see what i i feel like swerve has the best crossover appeal that aw will ever have the opportunity with just with mm-hmm. the closest he has with those in the hip-hop community like a rick ross among mm-hmm. others he has he has that appeal that others just don't have uh and he no he, he just has it and it's one of those things where joel and i were talking about this uh when those cuts happen, 
we looked at the swerve cut and we looked at Keith Lee. Unfortunately, Keith Lee hasn't worked out. But it was funny with Swerve. Hunter didn't get him and Vincent didn't get him, but Sean did. Sean was pissed because Sean mm-hmm. got it. Uh, and, you know, it took him for a while to kind of find his groove, but he's just kind of one of those guys you just can't miss. And you watch him in that match. And I would just, all the time, like, how did WWE cut this guy? And Tony, and then, then like you said, I'm like, this goes back to the first podcast Senator and I did when we were talking about Big Swole and how misappropriated it was and how Big Swole talked about the mismanagement uh, of, of black athletes, not just black athletes in the company. Look at Michael Bivens. Like how, how misused Michael Bivens has been. He, he could be just as good as Prince Naughty. He's one of the best talkers in all the rest. He should be Paul Heyman. He should be AW's Paul Heyman. Like very, very easily. And they was like, I guess we'll make him the GM of ROH. There's so many, and even Jade. Jade also had the massive crossover. She had her sorority sisters come in and dance and stuff like that. They didn't publicize anything for that. Uh, and I, you could say, well, Tony doesn't get it, but when you get stuff like that and, and she also, who did she have uh rap with her that one time? She had the, she had a big rap. The girl that does all the pretty girls dance like oh, this. Trina. No, Trina had, with her. So she had Trina with her. She had, she had a few of them to tell you the truth. She uh, had a few about, she was bringing in stuff and I, I don't know if TK doesn't get it or if the AW brass didn't get it. But she was bringing in a brass that you just continue to don't get. And you can speak on this, obviously, way more than I do. But they're, you know, wrestling, I always find it so interesting. Like, we got hit in the Latino community. We got hit in the Latino community. The black community for wrestling is huge. And they never seem to mm-hmm. cater to that community. But I always hear, it's like, well, we got to have Santos to build him up. Or we got to have Dragon Lee because the Latin community, we got to cater to them but they never seem to cater towards the black community, which is a huge wrestling community. If they were smart, and I think uh, anybody that knows business knows that if you can cater towards the black dollar, that is where a lot of money comes in. And that's why a lot of companies aim their advertisement towards black customers because black customers will spend money they make up at least i think when they were looking at it it was like five billion dollars in sales each year like if you cater and here's the thing like i haven't talked to you josh about this but one of the guys when i was doing the chat room podcast he came on a couple episodes he's a huge wrestling fan so he hit me up and he was like yo i can't yo when can we do something and I was mm-hmm. like, and he lives in Montreal and he would go out to Toronto to shows. He went to the AEW show in Toronto. He goes to shows when they go to Montreal and me and him are going to record one or two episodes and then we're going to throw it on the network. Right. Nice. But it's like, oh, yeah. but it was like, it's like that those it's, it's like they don't understand where the dollars are spent because they're so used to catering to like the internet wrestling's community and they don't know who are actually part of the internet wrestling community so they look at they look at and i hate to say it but they look at like chubby caucasian people or caucasian people with family as the ones to go to but at but if you're really smart you cater some stuff towards that black community that that's a big part of the iwc like i have noticed that's a big part of the iwc i have i'm in a two group chats i'm for wrestling and i'm in one with you and like the wrestling podcast 
mm-hmm. and I'm in the next one, and everybody in there are black. And all we talk about is wrestling. We'll talk about 90s wrestling. We talk about you bring up Jermaine all the time and yeah. what what he more watches compared to other stuff. Yeah. If you were to cater self towards the community, then people are gonna come out and be even more supportive of it. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, it's just weird. It's just they have this mindset of who is actually spending money and who pays attention, but don't actually know the full audience. They're no, more concerned with the 18 to what's the 18 to 35 audience, but yeah. you don't actually know who are the people in that 18 to 35 audience. Well, even in that, I remember back when Shelton was like hot, like he beat mm-hmm. Hunter and Shelton was red hot. And I remember somebody said like, well, there's just something missing from Shelton. It's like, what? what's that? What's mm-hmm. that missing from Shelton? But Shelton was red hot and he was ready. He was athletic. Like, yeah, his mic work wasn't great. And Shelton could have been better at it, but Shelton had everything you needed. He had the look. He was great in ring. He had everything. But they're like, oh, well, he's lazy because he plays video games. That was the excuse. He's like, oh, he just just plays video games. He's lazy because he plays video games. But that was like their kind of excuse for that. And the same thing with D'Lo. I remember D'Lo. And D'Lo started getting red hot and had the IC title and European title at the same time. I was like, oh, well, D'Lo's just missing something. He's like, well, what is it? Because Dilo was red hot and people were wanting to see Dilo pushed and he had the head bobble and he was, I had a guy in the, in the attitude era that could have been able to go to the next level. Again, really good in ring, had a personality, could have cut a mic, really good theme song, had everything you wanted to do, but didn't push him at that point. And I, and I do, you know, you do hear Hunter now saying like, he's trying to get rid of the stereotypical stuff that Vince did with Japanese wrestlers, Latino wrestlers and black wrestlers. And you are seeing that letting more personalities grow than they ever have. Mm-hmm. So Hunter is doing a better job at that. And kind of like Big Swole said, like, I don't know if TK fully gets that. I mean, I would say with Hunter, at least Hunter was a little bit more grounded in his life from where he came from and everything like that. So he's been around different people and different cultures and whatnot. You gotta remember Tony Khan. This is like I'm sure you know he's a fine person, but this is more or less a, a kid that grew up rich and kind of got whatever he wanted. So mm-hmm. I, when he's booking stuff, he's just booking stuff that he liked when he grew up, like any other internet mark, like you or I. He's not catering to different people's ideals and what they grew up with and what works, kind of like you're talking about, right? So when he sees a swerve, I don't know if he fully knows like how to book uh, a swerve Strickland. No. And the, and, the, and the thing is, I'm not going to... I can't knock anybody, right? Because these people that are... These people that are running the companies, they they also have their own biases, so yeah. we have to understand that they only they can only really relate to what they actually know that they can relate to. That's why you need to have people around that are more in tune with things. For example, we can take it back to the 90s with the NWO. That's why Wolfpack was cool. Kevin yeah. Nash is from Detroit. Like when he saw what Pac and, and Death Row, he even been like he was. I yeah. saw what Death Row was doing, and and yeah. that's a great point, Senator. I mean, hip hop was so big, and teenage white kids like me were into the culture and wanted to be part of the culture. And and how could I be cool with my mm-hmm. you know my friends of color? And how can I be more like them and 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 be drawn to stuff that that they like as well, right? And NWO was part of that, and I think that's when we saw Conan, and I'm like, okay, this is really really rad. Yeah, you start to see you start to see Conan. You're like, 
okay okay you got conan over here now okay cool like what is the what is the next step right yeah. like you started to see every and then once they started to see that that was starting to take over a little bit then you started to see everybody try to get a part of it and it yeah was hogan kinda, tried to do it yeah and it just that guy but anyways but um you started to see everybody like try to get involved with it and and that's the thing. And I think once they start to see like, okay, there's money over there, that's one thing. But then you can't have them as a champion, like a true champion. So it was always like that disconnect where you know, where you know like there's a potential that that person could be something big. But then at the same time, is that somebody that's, or is it just because they're somewhat cool? You know, yeah, I mean, like, I will give Vince Russo credit, which is words I've never said in this podcast, <laughs> is because he he did see Booker T was a talented guy that was over with the crowd mm-hmm. and knew he had to put the belt on him. That's the only good thing Vince Russo did in WCW. He's like, hey, the crowd really likes Booker. People are getting behind Booker. I got to put the belt on this guy. Every There's been so many times where we can sit down there and we'll be like, that person deserved it. Or that person does that person deserved it, and then you can look and be like, "All right, I understand why that person didn't win the belt." Like Ahmed Johnson, no, you're not going to put the belt on him. Don't tell that to Jermaine. That's his guy. <laughs> okay, Jermaine, you're my boy and everything like that. But let's be let's be real. Like Jermaine, the, the only person in the world I think that owns more than one Ahmed Johnson T-shirt. I was a fan of his in the beginning. As I got older and then I learned how much people he yeah. injured, it was yeah. a whole thing. But um, there was other people that you saw them, like, push them to that top part and then just stop the run short. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and I, D'Lo was definitely one of them. Um, for me, I look at a guy like R-Truth at this point right now. Yeah, still- little Jimmy was fucking over. It was one of the most over things at one point. Yeah. And for him not to really hold a title, I think he held a tag title at that point, but that was... He held the U.S. title as well, but I think that was a botch. Yeah, that wasn't actually him supposed to win that title. So, yeah. like, it's kind of... Those are the type of things that you can kind of look at and be like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And now he's just kind of a joke. He's just the gesture, which, you know happens a lot you don't really see that a lot of the times with the the white wrestlers as much right like yeah chad gable or kurt have been made to be like comedy but not the way like akira tozawa or our truth are right of like hey just laugh at this guy because he's you know he's he's different yeah and both of them are super talented guys and we're saying all of this to say that at this point right now tony khan you have a really big opportunity right now yes. like if there's one if there's one way you're the ratings have not been good for the show no and they're gonna be worse on fucking saturday because collision and rampage are going against survivor series yeah good luck the ratings have not been good we've and i think me and you have when it, when we're looking at the people that are on the your wrestling podcast it's not shy at anybody I think we may be kind of the most objective ones when it comes to it. I think there's yeah. a little bit of biases when it comes to certain companies. And I'm not yeah. saying some are more AEW, some are more WWE. I I prefer WWE, but 
I'm yeah. objective. I know that there's a lot of stuff that sucks in the Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about the, the lines, and I, I did talk to yeah. Joel about this the other day. Like, I would say you and I are definitely lean towards more to WWE. Yeah. But we don't hate AEW. I enjoy AEW quite a bit. Uh, I would say Joel is very AEW and doesn't mind WWE. Morton leans a little bit more to AEW and Japan, but enjoy, is enjoying WWE more. And I would say Brett's the same way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Brett, with his job, it's a lot harder for coming here because he works uh, morning shifts for a uh, news network, so it's harder for him. And Adam, I don't Sh- fucking know. And shout out, shout out uh, Brett. Yeah. Adam is literally wherever Jade is. <laughs> I so, don't even know. I don't, yeah, yeah, but, sure. but, the, but then the problem is for Adam, it's wherever Jade is, but also does not like Roman Reigns. So right now he's in a yeah. very big conflict yes. when it comes to where he where his allegiance is. But um, yeah, and he doesn't like Kenny in the Bucks and Daniel Bryan. Exactly. So there's a lot of stuff that goes with that one. But um, I think this is just the opportunity now for 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 uh, Tony to actually do something. You did a smart thing for. Well, full gear that just passed. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just full smart thing of putting the belt on Tony Storm, the hot person, hot person at yep. this point. I really thought that Hangman Page was gonna win the win that fight I too because I, I too. thought they were gonna try to do a rubber match at that point. So you already know you already put him up 2-0, and now you have him in this continental classic. Capitalize on it. There's no one else that should win. I don't, Brian, nobody, like this should be Swerve. This is, this is the hot, like I would say MJF, this face run has been, it's been great. It's been good. Um, But you don't have, the two hottest people in your company right now are Swerve and Christian as far mm-hmm. as males. And then, and then Tony, those are the three hottest acts you have in the company right now. And I would say as fun as Tony has, Swerve now is super hot. Like anything mm-hmm. he does, the Nana dance is over. The theme song is over. His in ring is over. He might be the best in the mic this year. It's it, and, and then the crossover appeal that he has within the hip hop community. You just don't buy stuff like that. Like, you yeah. know, we've seen Rick Ross, but there's other guys. If you know Swerve's background that he has connections with that can mm-hmm. really open stuff up for AW. And again, it goes back to the connection with, with, you know, with the black community, there is a connection there to draw people in that may not give a fuck about aw be like oh shit blank is on this show yeah blank is on this show because swerve knows them and can get them on the show yep and that's the thing right now aid i never like to compare i know i said earlier about the ratings but i never really like to compare the ratings i'm just looking at when it comes to comes to other people like casuals that are like watching everyone kind of pays attention to the rating battle like yeah. I don't really care for it. It's whatever's on that's actually pretty good. I'm gonna watch it. So, but this is a way where four years in, right now, there's one of the things that I've been hearing a lot is that there's been a little staleness when it comes to the AEW AEW uh, product product. And the only way to really get out of that is you have to find ways to cross over to people that aren't really the ones that are watching because you're going to have WWE has too much of a legacy. Yeah. You can't compete with the legacy of WWE. Nope. New Japan. It's there, but like they have their core audience, which are more people more like 
people in North America that really pay attention to it, but it's not as big anymore. It's like, the hardcores. Kind of, and then there's the casual, like you yeah. mean, like Wrestle Kingdom? Sure. It's kind yeah. of like the, the people that with WWE now, it's like, oh, Rumble and Mania? Sure. Like Wrestle Kingdom You're comes on, it. sure. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch pretty much any other New Japan. I'll hear it from Morton or Joel or whatever. Like, okay, cool. And when they tell it, when you when they tell you about a good match, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go check that out. Or if yeah. they tell you that that pay per view was amazing, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah. AEW is on the weekly show on in the in North America. They have to find a way, and I don't know if they've actually done this yet. I think in the first two years they did it, but I don't know. I think they kind of fell into sports entertainment world in the last two years. They did, and that is not what made them who they were no they're they, they have to be a difference right they have to be a different product it's what tna fell into tna just yep. became here's another option with people you know yep and especially when that monday night war when they decided to try going monday night war went raw like that was not the thing to do at all no so i think if they can find a way to go back into who they were and I'm not saying that Swerve is supposed to be the one to beat MJF. I think if you can have a solid championship stuff and you kind of get away from that gimmicky stuff with certain things, you're getting to the point where you get back to who you were the first two years and not who you are now. All I will say is with MJF as his baby face, the ultimate heel to beat him now would be Swerve. And if you keep Mm -hmm. the belt on Swerve long enough to Wembley to face Will... And then Will beats him in Wembley with how much of a dick Swerve can be. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you can get to, you can really make them, really make really make everybody to tell you the truth. But I think Tony, his biggest thing is that he's such a mark that there's no way in hell. Like if Swerve was to win the belt, let's say at after I think Revolution, Revolution, let's say yeah. Revolution, right? If Swerve was to win the belt at Revolution, he would lose the belt at All In because it's in at Wembley and is Will Ospreay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like it's he probably promised Will you're gonna win. I think one of the things that helped. Well, there's a lot of things that helped Will make that decision. Number one, his girlfriend and stepson still live in the UK, and he's not ready to make that move yet. Sure, mm-hmm. I understand that. He still has an undying um, respect for Japan. And he doesn't want to be done there yet. Uh, and he gets to still live in England with his, you know, his girlfriend and his stepdaughter. So he's not ready to move to the States. And I think he was promised Wembley. And I think yeah. he looks at, he signed a three-year deal and was like, I can do all this stuff and I'll be 33 and still can go to WWE. Oh yeah, for sure. He, it's a three-year deal. If he feels like the company is not going where they need to go. All right. I'm out. Yeah. Like it's, WWE is going to be there. Like, it's not, especially after this merger, WWE is going to be there. And now that yeah. they're making it way more global, you give you give them three more years to really globalize everything where there's a pay-per-view in Germany, there's a pay-per-view in Australia, there's a pay-per-view in uh, England. Like, once it gets to that global stage, I understand if somebody wants to join now where when they're getting to that point. But once they get to that point... Where the pay per views are, it could be anywhere. A pay per view in Mexico, pay per view in Puerto Rico, yeah. And then you switch over. That's the time when you become the biggest superstar because you might be the person that they're showcasing throughout the whole time. Well, and that and that goes to I hate that Morton and I are spoiling our year end awards, but like moment of the year, 
it's Bad Bunny coming out at Backlash. That is still gives me chills when I see that shit. And that's the stuff you're creating by going to these international shows. Oh, yeah. And that's and the good thing about that is it makes the superstars that don't that have not got to the superstar level yet become a superstar when they're in their hometown. So yeah. Grayson Waller, when they go to when they go to Australia, boom. A Gunther when they go to Germany. Crazy. Yeah. Um Sammy and KO will be big in France. Sammy and KO Sammy's big in France and Saudi Arabia. Everywhere. And, <laughs> like <laughs> it's just it's just got to that point now. And now and the good thing about that is because they're going so international, when they get there and the crowd and people that are cat people that are watching at home and they see how the crowds react to them, then when they go back to wherever, they start reacting the same way. It's only when the booking kind of falls off that the chairs fall off yeah because sammy sammy was getting those chairs for the longest time until pretty much some bad booking when it came to the tag team yeah else once once they won it but like yeah for a solid seven months he was getting main event type chairs he's the main guy so i mean it all goes to how much of a deal that swerve and hangman match can be and what it is, but like again, you said there's a side that Tony can really hit on to hit. And you talked about the ratings too. Like that's a side that is if you can pop it, because they, they I, I also don't think AW doesn't have anyone you want to go and watch, right? Like, you know, the, one of the reasons WWE went higher because of the bloodline. The mm-hmm. bloodline story re-engaged people to want to watch. AEW doesn't really have anything like whatever the devil ends up being. I think people are interested, but I don't think that's gonna. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be a story like that. It's gonna be an individual, mm-hmm. and it really is Swerve that has that chance right now. He really has the chance to be an absolute game changer again with the crossover appeal that he has within the mainstream. So that I think that's what and the Continental is a is a big thing to go. I mean, if what I almost hope doesn't happen does happen. I don't know if it do we know if Hangman is in this at all? Uh, I don't think he's in this. Okay. I was gonna say if Hangman's in this, I didn't want it to come down to Swerve and Hangman, and then Hangman beats him. And it's like, okay, oh, well, that's gone now. Sweet. Yeah, don't think he's in this. From what they were like displaying on like on probably come down to Swerve tonight, and Brian, then I would assume. That would be the smartest thing. Yeah. And if and if they were able to have it close to Washington, yeah, even better. Because yeah, the crowd pop for both of those people at that point would have been make it real, make it seem like a main event match. So yeah, that is that. I mean, we'll, we'll wait to the year to war. But again, you and I don't really like gory matches, but just a very memorable match. The one thing I didn't like about Full Gear, I thought the, the the show overall was fine. I fucking hated that main event. The match was fine, but I hate the story. The story was stupid. I hated the story throughout the entire show. Yeah, it was so bad. I just rolled my eyes continuously. I'm like, why, why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I, you really make me. You're gonna make me think that I, I've seen the X-rays for Adam Cole. Like this is stupid. I hated that whole thing the entire time, and I was like, "There's, there's a way to do that." Um, right off angle and then they come back in angle that was not the way to do it Mm -mm. like very corny very attitude era 
that is something that you could have done in the attitude era because there wasn't social media. Yeah. Like people weren't promoting everything that they do and you weren't seeing everything that was happening and people's girlfriends weren't able to post stuff and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like we know this guy is completely injured. Like, yeah. And if he's, and if they're trying to pretend like he's not when his, when his girlfriend is like, I'm a doctor and this is, this is going to be how Lonnie's out. It's like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm going to take his girlfriend who's been, you know, to medical school Mm-hmm. And she has no stuff. Yeah, she's a dentist, but she still knows a lot of medical stuff, obviously, more than I know or any of us know. I'm going to take her word pretty well. Even if she's a work wrestler, I think she's going to take her that part pretty serious. And the x-rays were like, yeah, that's bad. That's like an eight-month injury. But even with that, the most annoying part about it was, so they were going to allow the guy to hop down to the ring. With crutches, with crutches. but not MJF. And not MJF. Yeah. Yeah. How and many also, people how many people tried to stop MJF from so going down to the ring? <laughs> like and, and, and also Joe Joe's whole thing is I'm only taking with you because I want you to be healthy so I can beat you for the title. Yeah. As long as you have the title, I get a shot. Mm-hmm. So why is Joe not coming out there and helping? Because mm-hmm. if, if Jay White wins the title, he doesn't get a shot. No. It it just didn't make any sense to me. So it is what it is, you know, like uh, Full Gear was a good show overall. Yeah, for me. it was. It was literally just that one thing I just hated. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, like the the ladder match, I don't want that to go untalked about because it was good. And unfortunately, with how good Swerve and Heyman was, it will go unknown. But Brody King. I know we gave Swerve his flowers. I got to give Brody King all his flowers for that match. Holy shit. He is so good, man. He is so good. And I don't, and my problem with Brody King, my problem with the whole House of Black, to tell you the truth, is that they're pretty much collision exclusive. Yep. So, again, I don't know what TK knows how to book them. They they are so good. If they were on Raw or SmackDown, they would be Judgment Day. Yeah. That's, that's an absolute fact. They would have been... It could have even got to the point where they would be in Judgment Day and that yep. War Games would have been even better. Yeah. The, you may not have had Dom in the match. You would have had... You would have had... You wouldn't have Dom or JD. You would just no. have Finn. Brody King and Mal- Malachi are buddy. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just... Buddy definitely would be a judgment day for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's better feuds there, too, because Buddy versus Dom is a feud. Yep. Yep. And, or even the fact of, they need to go, they need to go back to WWE, and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that AEW doesn't know how to book them. I'm just saying... There's way better feuds for them. Brody and Damien, give it to Brody. Me. Brody, Damien, Buddy Murphy, and Seth. At this point, now that yeah. Buddy has went out and Black built up and his Finn. name a little bit more, Black and Finn, Black and anybody, pretty much anybody in LW, Black and um, what's his name in um, Santos, Santos, yeah, because of the, because of that angle that happened Zalina, on SmackDown, yeah. 
Yeah. Like there's so many different things that they could do that would be amazing, right? We'll talk about Santos in a bit. He's he's that was a great promo. Uh, but I, I just watched that ladder match and I'm like, I, I was like, okay, so House of Black has to win this, right? Because they're like the they're the best part about this ladder match. Like, I'll respect to everybody else. I'm like, they are the best part of this ladder match, and I want to see them with the tag titles now. And when Big Bill and and uh and Ricky won, I'm like I don't like this at all. This is like the worst team that could have got the tag titles out of it. Cause Ricky and the presser is like, yeah, we're good. Whatever. Like Ricky doesn't seem like he wants to be there. And it just seems like Tony's trying to appease him. So he doesn't make the jump. Cause he's boys with Cody. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. And, but that's also why I, I, I think when we were doing the preview, I was like, Ricky and big bill, were going to win them, win the match. Like, it yeah. Just... Cause he doesn't want him to go. Cause he knows he's boys with Cody. Yep. Yeah. And Cody being on that other side right now is, is dangerous. Yep, that's how they got Jade. Yep. That's how, I mean, I, I think if MJF didn't have the run he did right now, and it, they're going to book this whole world's end of like, Joe could beat. If Joe wins, then we get the save from Max not leaving with the title. They better not pull that bullshit. It's the worst kept secret. We not. know he's not leaving. The dude just cried at the press about how much he loves this company and how much he loves being the face of the company. Mm-hmm. Like he's yep. not, he's not leaving AEW. It's it's like let's just cut that story and let's just move forward. They're dragging it out. Like it reached, it was hot at one point. It's not hot anymore. Let's no. just let's just if he's if he signed, just announce it at this point right now. Yeah, like I don't just, care. I don't just care. do it. There's only so the smartest thing. I'll give WWE credit for this. The smartest thing that they did was made sure that you damn well knew that it wasn't CM Punk gonna be in Survivor Series in the War Games yep. match. Like, if you didn't, if you can put all those obvious clues that Cody Rhodes did at the end of Raw, yeah, the match, the legacy, I mean, a, Predator voices yeah, in your head. Like, if you can think about, if you can put all those together and be like, oh, it's Randy. They did the smart thing. The next morning, they put out the a promotional picture on their. They Instagram did that. No, they did that five right. minutes later on, <laughs> on, on Twitter. Like, just to let you know, this is yeah. not CM Punk. This is not CM Punk. This is Randy Orton. Like, just AEW, just come out and say he signed. Yeah, let's, let's just let's just get it over with. Yeah. So you know, a, a successful full gear. I think it's a show that they needed. Again, I don't know how much it's going to help with i mean i don't even think the show tonight will do particularly well because this is the busiest travel day of the year in, in the states yeah. so if that show gets higher than 750 i'd be shocked to be honest i think honestly to tell you the truth i think there's a i'll give it i'll give it 750 i'll give it 750 yeah. for it yeah it'll be about that just because yeah. But then, and then, yeah, Rampage and Collision are going to get murdered. I think Rampage airs an hour before SmackDown, but you have all the college football going on as well, mm-hmm. and Survivor Series. I we we saw the low number last week from the double show. It's going to be worse this week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's just it's not the this weekend is not good for even pay per views. Yeah, but when you match. This weekend, you match football on the Thursday, the Friday, uh, the last-minute sales 
the going college basketball on tournaments, the weekend, the basketball tournaments, the pay per view, and then you put up collision. I feel bad for them. Yeah, it's going to be bad. There's no UFC to really compete with this week, though, right? Not really. Yeah, Not they should really. have a UFC event during Thanksgiving. That would do huge. They're probably there's probably like a fight night, but I, I, like I said, I'm only really. I just checked. There's no fight me. night. With, there's not a fight night till next week. Okay, so yeah, so even them taking the week off, like it yeah. just, it just makes sense. But uh, yeah, let's get to Survivor Series. Yeah, it's uh, it was a good. I thought Raw overall was a really that Raw was really fun, and you know what, like they it had to be fun. I mean, and they did a mm-hmm. good rating. The Monday Night Football got. 29 28 million 28 28.5 like crazy uh and i think they still did like a 1.5 1.6 for raw I'm like that's good compared considering what they went against and i thought overall like from what I, it was a good raw i had one of my favorite segments of the year i'm not gonna lie to you miz and gunther yep yeah that was gunther so i was watching it and when the u.s chance came i'm like why what why why are we doing usa chance and that dude mm-hmm. his, was not good in the mic a year ago. He and so the fact now. he's like, if you think three little letters are going to throw me off, I'm like, he did that off the top of his head and shut them up. I was like, wow. He is so good at this point right now. Like, he is, he's a star, man. And he's I, a super duper star. And I said this in the group chat. I said, if I'm booking him, and anybody can, people can disagree. I want, I want, especially if you're listening to this on Spotify, maybe we'll make this question. When does Gunther lose the title? So people can respond back to it. We'll see. But how I would book it at this point, I have Gunther lose the belt at Rumble. Do Gable? Uh, I didn't really think of who he loses it to at this point right now. I know who he, I want him to do. It should be Dragunov, but I don't know if Dragunov will be called be up for them. Yeah, no. it's not going to be Dragunov yet. They're going to hold Dragunov off for a while. But I would make Gunther lose the belt at Rumble and then win the Rumble the same night. And then yeah. have him go up against Seth at WrestleMania and him beat Seth. And then you have Cody who loses in the in the rumble and everyone's like oh my gosh his story's over like he can't then he wins chamber he then he wins chamber he gets you kind of have like that desperate story when it comes to remember when Sean Sean Taker won yeah. that match kind of something like that but he takes out like a heel before the match yeah, and then he, Cody should he not win it. the rumble it should be exactly like no. Cody uh Sean uh, Sean when Sean Batista knocked him off and he was like I can't face Taker anymore. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it seem make it seem like there's no way for him to actually finish the story. And then he yeah. finds a way to get himself into the chamber, wins the chamber match. Then he faces Roman at WrestleMania. So you have yeah. Gunther, Seth, and you have Roman, Cody. Yeah. Main events. You make Cody, you make Cody win, you make Gunther win. And that propels both of them to a whole nother level. I love that question with Gunther. So they've done this Lud- Ludwig thing. I don't know if I want Ludwig to take the title off of him, but I'm here for the match. 
the match would be amazing. The match would be amazing. I don't think he's at that point yet. No, no. I I, I think if I I mean knock is getting it could be knock. But knock is a heel. That's yeah, the that's the thing. That's why I, I still like Gable for it. Because I think LA Knight's gonna probably face Logan and that's when he gets his belt. Yeah. I'm trying he's to think, starting to see the mania card kind of a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think who would be who on Raw is besides for Gable might be at that point. By the way, too, I, I would have thought if Will signed with WWE, I think there was an audible in the back of their mind that Priest would have cashed in on Seth and it would have been Priest and Gunther and then it would have been Will and mm. Seth by themselves. And if I don't think he's coming in, but if there is Phil coming into the company, if Punk is coming in, I would assume that would also be the audible of Priest beats Seth and it's Damien versus Gunther. But could, that's the, the that. bigger match. The bigger match is Gunther and Seth. That's a match of the year. You know, you know what? You have Miz beat Gunther at Rumble. I mean, I mean, if he beats him at Survivor Series, which we'll talk about in a second, I don't see it. But if you just want to shock people and you want to put the ultimate respect and biggest win on Miz's career, you mm-hmm. do it this week. You it's not going to happen this week. No, 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 no. This week, he's to me, it's like this week he gets battered. And the next pay-per-view after that is Rumble, right? And yep. this is this continues to because they're trying to push him as a face. So at this point right now, you have him. You can take three, two weeks off where he's back home with like Maurice and he's. And he's like, I don't know how I lost that. You know, like you build that sympathy with the family and all that stuff. And then you bring him back in and then you kind of have like that. Like, because if you look at the whole thing this week, it was like, um, you're not on my level. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It was like that bullying thing. Right. And this would be. Well, now the underdog, the person that's used to getting bullied is now overcoming their bully. Do that. I, on I the should know, stage. too. I don't know what they're going to do for Christmas, but Raw is on Christmas Day this year, aka more importantly, Senator's birthday. Don't they usually take? I think as of the last two years, they pre-tape. They don't actually. They have pre-taped. Yeah. So I and I yeah. wouldn't imagine they've done that. And they've normally done clip shows. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I could probably go check a live event thing right now. Maybe I will. But I don't. I don't think they have anything planned for Christmas. But I'm just letting. I just. I just checked. Like, okay, there is the Christmas Day show. I would like a triple threat with Miz, Gable, and Gunther at Rumble, because yeah. then you have the two baby faces that you could push. Whoever wins, you could be like, that would be the be- perfect time for a Gable to win. And that then he, and then Gunther doesn't have to take the loss. No, then he kind of gets saved. Then he goes in the Rumble fresh. Yeah, goes in at like twelve, and then he left because you don't want him. You don't want a repeat of last year where Gunther was wasn't Gunther like second and Cody came in at thirty or something like that. Like, yeah, I, I think I do think Cody will be second in that Rumble. Yeah, I think you you put. Uh, 
you kind of reverse the roles where Cody goes in earlier, and then you have Gunther eliminate him at this. Point. By the way, the last Raw is currently booked just for the Monday in Des Moines, Iowa, on the 18th. Yeah. So that tells me they're probably taking Christmas and New Year's off. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that Triple H has been trying to do was yeah. give them that to give them those two weeks off. I know so, they're doing house shows in Ontario that week. Yeah. But I think like right. after like not on Christmas Day. No, no. They're gonna shoot a double show on the 18th for the yeah. 25th. Yeah. Cause that's I know, like you said, that's the thing that Hunter has wanted to do for a while. So and that's fine. I mean, and also they probably don't want to compete with the NFL and NBA that day either. Mm. And Christmas. No. There's no there's no point there's no point to it. But like just you know, just do you no know, do a clip show, do best of mm-hmm. whatever. Like no one's gonna and then you just you take those two weeks off for Christmas Day and New Year's, and then you just go full steam ahead when you come back for Rumble. Yep. You go three weeks, just straight, straight yeah. Rumble promotion. So all right, well, should we talk about this show? Let's talk about Survivor Series happening this weekend with yeah. two war game matches. Yeah, as of right now, five matches announced. Um, I don't imagine anything else from SmackDown. I I think also people think, well, the Nakamura match, they're not going to promote that Nakamura yeah. match because they yeah. know exact, exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. want to get out of Chicago. By the way, just to clarify, I'm on the, I do not think any punk this week. And you're in the same camp. I'm in the same camp, but yeah. I do like that. I do like that idea of what that person was, the one that I shared in the group chat, yeah, earlier, because that would have been the ultimate Shinsuke Nakamura heel. Oh, play. if he faced uh, Tommy, yeah, like Kenta instead of, yeah, instead of a Punk. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but we're not gonna. And I, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else on SmackDown? I mean, there's no LA Knight in this show. So maybe we do an LA Knight and KO versus Theory and Waller. Maybe uh, that's the only other match I can think of. Let's just say no to that. Let's just I mean, you don't have to have guys in every single show. Yeah. And that's and, a big thing when you look at a Gunther, because Gunther usually doesn't defend his titles on the pay-per-view at this point. But yeah. when he does it on the when you see it on the raw after you're like, I got to watch it because you know, it's going to be a good match. Yeah. Like, and five is good. Cause these, these, um, that's one thing I would say about full gear. I, I didn't watch it till Sunday night and mm. it's a long, it was a long show. It was a long freaking show. I watched it. I watched two and a half hours then had to go DJ. Yeah. And then I got back from DJing and I got back home at like 2.30 in the morning and I just couldn't sleep. So then I ended up watching a little bit more. Then I woke up and then I watched the rest of it. Like it was a lot. It's it's pretty rad now. What I do for these pay-per-views is you can go app lock on your iPhone and obviously any phone you can do it, right? Yeah. But then it locks the phone and so notifications don't pop up. Mm. So... I didn't watch it Saturday night because I was working and then I was, we had football all day Sunday. So I'm like, I'm not going to watch it right now. Um, and when I woke up though, it was like 30 notifications in the group chats around whenever I woke up on Sunday and then I closed it again. And then another, another 30, I'm like 66 note. I'm like, what the hell happened at this show? Yeah. It and was then I'm like, Oh, and then, and then when the match happened, I'm like, okay, I, I know what happened. Yeah. I just, 
it was always good because Adam was like, so when is when is the limitation up where I can actually talk about the show? And I was like, uh, you know what? Just give it until Monday. Like, give it until yeah, Monday. Yeah, I, I mean, you guys, I mean, I'll put a note. You guys can talk whenever because I just do that now. Like, Survivor Series, I'm calling a game, and then I'll get home and watch it mm. on um, on uh, late Saturday because we got a lot of people coming over here for football on Sunday, so I won't be able to have a chance on Sunday to watch it. Okay. And I, like I said, it's a shorter show, too, so... And I will say with the matches on here, everything makes sense of why there's a match mm-hmm. for it, right? Um, so let's start with this. Carlito, his first pay-per-view match in 2007 that he's advertised for. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, against Santos Escobar. And we talked about heel of the year. Man, Santo entered the chat very, very late. And he won't, you know, he he's not in the realm. It's, it's a, the final three are Christian Dom and swerve but he cut a hell of a heel promo and he was always meant to be a heel he was never meant to be a face no never at all meant to be a face and i'm hoping that at this point right now this is finally the push that he actually deserves because he deserves a really good push yes he does uh, I mean, he'll win this match. It's, it, I'm glad he, him and Carlito will have a good match too. And this should, this probably won't be the opener. I'm assuming the women's war games will open. Yeah, most likely. Um, and this will be one of the matches in between. Um, but this will be a really good match. It's going to be a really good match. And Santos is definitely winning this match. Yeah. If they decide to give this, if they decide, if they, if they mess up, and give Carlito this win, I'm going to be very upset. Not going to lie to you. This is another one. I was, we were talking about stuff like you can start seeing the Mania card starting to shape up, and it's going mm-hmm. to be a really fun Mania this year. Just just qual like I don't remember being excited as far as match quality for a Mania like this in quite some time. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going like, to be good because Ray versus Escobar is going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just trying to... Th- and then if we do get Seth versus Gunther, that's going to be good. We already know Roman and Cody is good. The Uso match is going to be really good. I I, I think it's more than to said it. Like, if the Logan Paul match is against Bad Bunny, I'm scared of how good that match is going to be. It would be, honestly... It's going to be good, though. It would be really good, and that is like the weird thing to actually say, but it's going to be really good. if that It's probably going to be Logan Paul. Would, I could also see a situation of... It would be better than <laughs> Logan Paul in LA. Yeah. Months. I could also see a situation of Bad Bunny teaming with Ray against someone in Escobar as well. I could see that being a match as well instead of just going right to the solo match at Mania. It could, it could be Bad Bunny, Ray, and Carlito versus... El Phantasma. Yeah. And Electra comes back. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that as well. So it could be the LWO versus El Phantasma. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked, honestly, to tell you the truth, it might not even be Electra that comes back. It might be Lola Vice that they promote up mm, to it. I'd be down with that. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, because right now you see the push that they're giving her in NXT right now. So yeah. she just won the breakout tournament. So, uh, and then I want to talk about another WrestleMania thing here with War Games. Uh, this, this is, and this is why I love Hunter's booking because this is how Survivor Series used to feel. It's like mm-hmm. we're on the road after this. Mm-hmm. 
but we have the women's war game match. I don't think they'll add five. I think they're going to stay at four on here. I think they're going to stay at four. Uh, but you have Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky versus Damage Control of Bailey, Oscar, Io, and Kari. I think the faces win. And then the I don't think the turn on Bailey happens yet. No. But we're about a month away from it. Rumble. Rumble, yeah. Or the SmackDown after Rumble. That's what And then happens. I have my theory. So Tony has been very quiet now about Monet coming to AW. I do wonder if she made a promise to Bailey that she come back for her. I have a very strong feeling that if there's one person that is well liked and can and could get Monet back, it's Bailey. And Vince is gone, completely gone. Vince I think with all these stuff of Vince selling stuff and selling shares and they know and it, how many people have announced that Triple H is the man when it comes to creative and stuff like that, that Monet may have had a verbal agreement with TK. Yeah. But that's her best signed. friend. That's, it's, it's not his best friend. Yeah. So there's a good chance. I could I could see them beating her down. And then that music hits and everybody goes crazy. And that I, as of today, I am officially saying I think Bailey wins the Rumble. I think it makes the most. Becky doesn't need to win the Rumble to face to face uh, Rhea. She can win. She can win she Elimination can win Chamber or whatever. Yeah. Bailey needs the Rumble, and I think we're about to get this full Bailey hugger face turn again. And have her WrestleMania moment because she's never really had her WrestleMania moment. She hasn't. And so I think this is about to be what's going to happen. I think she wins the Rumble, maybe with help from Sasha. I don't know. But I, and everything they did in that promo, Senator, was so good. Oh, yeah. So good. All the little turns, and you know they're talking shit about her, and Dakota's kind of on their side. It's so well done. It's really well done. I agree with. Almost everything you said, except for the hugger gimmick. I don't think she's bringing that. Yeah, okay, we don't need the hugger. But but there will be the thing that's like, you have no friends left here in this company. We were on you friends. And then it's like, boss time. Yeah, I could see. I could definitely see that. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. I agree with you on that one. And I agree that the faces are winning this match. Yeah, and I think it's Bailey gets the pin. Bailey gets pinned. Yeah. To to go with the story. They yell at her, but I don't think they turn on her yet. They continue to give side eyes mm-hmm. because Bailey's main the main speaker. Yeah. So you start to see Bailey. I think what will happen is Bailey takes the pin. And then on SmackDown, you see her kind of blaming everybody else for not having her back. Yes. Like you you have those ones there and then everyone's just kind of looking at her whatever yeah. but then they don't turn on her right away. Yeah. It was like if you followed my plan we would have won and that type of stuff. I brought yeah. damage gold together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 You continue yeah. with that for a little bit. Yeah, this one has a lot a lot of nice easter eggs on on top of everything with it. Yep. Uh and I just don't, I am terrified what EO and Kari are going to do. 
I'm always concerned about EO, but then EO will always finds a way to make it work. So, yeah. Kari, you might just see it. I think Kari is taking it easy at this point right now. So, you don't see a flying elbow? Not from where we think we're going to see it from. <laughs> yeah. We're seeing probably the moonsault, though. <laughs> we're definitely seeing the moonsault. Yeah. Uh, then we have the women's championship match, Rhea versus Zoe. I thought Zoe has done an okay job cutting promos and stuff, and it's a nice spot for her to be in. But this is Ripley <laughs> until she oh, yeah. faces Becky at, at, at Mania. Hands down, this is this is Rhea. Yeah, this is the one match. I'm just like, I get it. You need to have Rhea have a match, but it's just like I don't, I don't care. Yeah, if you ever want to talk about a break match, that mm-hmm. that's this match right here. Uh, Gunther versus Mike. Uh, like we I said earlier, this already we already talked about this. Gunther, yeah. yeah, it should be a fun match. And then the men's war games: Cody, Seth, Jey Uso, Sammy, and Randy Orton versus the Judgment Day. We could have some cash and shenanigans with this too. Yeah, I feel like that's that's gonna be the funny part about this. I'm giving this as a face team. Here's the thing though. That Jay side eye when Cody said it was Randy. Did Randy RKO him and leave the match at one point? So here's kind of how I had it pictured. The face wins, Randy okay. RKO's. Jay, Jay at the end of the match. It's the new Drew and Oose is done. Now it's Randy and Oose. Yeah. 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 Or if they don't, or if they don't do that, it's to build to Drew and Randy at WrestleMania. Mm. See that too. So it's I could see match. like I could see them not being a part of like the pinfall, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're a part of the stare down. Because if you kind of look at Raw at the end of it. Like everyone else kind of seemed concerned that it was going to be Randy, except for Drew. Yeah. And then they both can be like, we both had an annoying partner at one point. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I got, but then there's also the situation too of uh, Dom or JD take the pin, I would assume. JD's most likely taking the pin. But then Seth is maybe badly hurt, and maybe we have a cash in. I don't think we do, but I'm not ruling it out. Of of the Judgment Day loses, but there's still a cash in. I rule it out, but I think that on Monday you see like a tease of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going to continue to see a deception. tease for a while. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the big time deception, yeah. arguing between the Judgment Day of like what's going on. You were the leader, and you let us down, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, and then and I guess they face the uh, Street Profits on Friday, but I don't see them losing the title before this match. I can see them losing the title on from the, from I the can Raw see them losing the, the Raw thing. I could see them losing the title on SmackDown to the Profits. Yeah, just because, just to kind of build that tension even more. Where it was like, okay, we lost the title now, but you're still supposed to be the leader in in some in uh war games then they lose war games and then it's kind of like you lose faith in damien the whole time right like well and that would kind of work because all this talk to um pierce after the tag title thing after the big brouhaha pierce making the match 
And you could just say, like, we made an agreement that Raw and SmackDown need tag titles. So the uh, the SmackDown, the the one tag titles, those are the those are for Three Profits. And tonight, this match is for the new Raw tag team titles. Exactly. Yeah. Because right now they need to separate it because they're doing nothing with the tag titles right now. No. I love the New Day line. It's like, you're like 15-time champion. It's like, yeah, we can get even more top. Exactly. I see. <laughs> I love the, I love them all. Like they're everybody right now are doing are doing some really good stuff. So. If the plan's not to put the IC on, on Gable, I would put it on American. Now, by the way, Maxine, holy shit. She's oh, yeah, had that, three matches. That caterpillar was a whole different this this one compared to the first match when she did it. How is she this good in ring already? You're around one of the best people to train you like you know like jade i don't like what is jade gonna look like she's been in the pc for like a month and a half that's that's gonna be the big big surprise because once she once she debuts they're not they're making sure that they're taking their time because they want to make sure that she's ready to go yeah. like they don't they don't want any hiccups with her they want her to come out wrestle like a superstar look like a superstar and be able to pr- push her to the moon ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I'm very excited for this show. I'm very, very excited for this show. I'm actually mad I have to work Saturday night because I did want to have some people over to watch it and whatnot. Uh, because I haven't had people to watch a wrestling show for a while. Mm. Um, but you know, duty calls and uh I am still very excited to watch it afterwards. Yeah, you got you know what? You got a career, you gotta work on that. Unfortunately, I will be I hate Saturday pay-per-view senator. I hate them so much. I know. I know everybody else loves them. I hate them. You hate them. But here's here's the thing. You might be doing better than me because I don't know how my wisdom tooth extraction is going to oh, feel. This is true. So this is I true. may I may be watching watching it on some T3s or I may be watching it regularly. I have no yeah. clue. I'm We're hoping regularly. To, I'm hoping regularly, too, because to tell you the truth, I'm still scheduled to DJ on Friday night. So yeah. we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get out of here. Uh we got uh for me 7k pick. We'll put it a little bit earlier for you guys because mm-hmm. it's American Thanksgiving. We wanted you guys to get all caught up in those games. We have a rundown coming out, and um, then we also have uh well this and then Senator. What do you got to plug? Uh, so I'm about to record a solo episode of Keeping Up with the Senator tomorrow. So nice. I will be putting that out on Friday. I'm also going to be saying that to you, Josh, so you can put it up on the Fresh Take Network. Um, and literally, as we were doing this podcast, I was put uploading a brand new mix to SoundCloud. So you can check it out at soundcloud.com slash da. S-E-N-A-T-O-R, soundcloud.com slash the senator. It's called Just Dance and it's hip hop and RB, but it's kind of like the club starter one. So you're gonna hear music from the 90s all the way to now. Excellent. Can't wait. And then uh I might do a solo ISO uh this week. We'll see if I if I end up doing that at all. Cause there's a lot of there's a lot of college basketball stuff going on right now. There is, especially there on the is. women's side, man. It's crazy. So I might, I might do a, a solo one of that. We'll see. And then uh, next week, uh, Senator will join us for the first ever B sides, bootleg boost B sides Christmas edition. Yeah, we'll see how everything I, goes for that. So I'm excited. I gotta get really prepared for that because y'all like I listen to 
all the other ones, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta get my I gotta get my game up for real. I'm for trying to get my I got my three game winning streak on the line. I don't know if I want to join this one then, but I'm gonna still do it. I'm gonna still do it. I'm gonna still try. I'm gonna still try. I'm excited for it. So yeah, and uh, everyone go enjoy Survivor Series, and everyone have a happy Thanksgiving to our American friends and everywhere else around the world. Have a great weekend. Cheers and Be- enjoy the day, people. Be- Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.